Hello to everybody and welcome to the Public Speakers Association podcast. We are so glad to have you today bringing value to speakers. And my name is Jason Antelek. I am the owner and CEO of the Public Speakers Association where we are changing the world from the front of the room. And I am LZ Flinard, the mayor of Podcast Town. I will never stop smiling when you say that. It is the coolest tagline ever. I just, I love it. Do you have it. a mayor's cloak though? Right, right. And that additional voice that you're hearing, uh, that you're hearing, is our our guest today, uh, a, a personal colleague and friend, Mr. Elliot Kay, is joining us from the UK from Woo-hoo. Team Speaker Express. Uh, Elliot, give us a, a quick intro and tell us who you are and what you do. So my name is Ellie Kay. Thanks for that intro, guys. Uh, I am a co-founder of a company called Speaker Express, and we specialize in working with business owners, entrepreneurs, to really use speaking as a growth strategy, as a marketing strategy. And what we really do is we use something called the speaker's method, which really enables entrepreneurs, business owners to stand out in their marketplace, to influence their industries for the good, and really be the go-to brands, the go-to service providers, or the go-to products or even the go-to people. And that's really what we specialize in. Um, and that's what we've been passionate about for almost a decade now, really working in that space. And have I mentioned I'm a two-time best-selling author? No, I don't think I did. I'm a two-time best-selling author. Isn't that so right, Elsie? You've, you've now mentioned it twice. So you, well, your, I am quote, two times. Your, your quota is five. So slip it in there. <laughs> okay. Does it does it count if I mention it too? No, no. <laughs> that's, that's a bonus. The, I mean, that's a bonus mark. <laughs> exactly. Because, you know, if you take the whole thing, like if you had a beer for me, that wouldn't stop me from driving. So it doesn't count towards my quota. Ah, too bad. <laughs> I, I love the, the realistic example Right. right. The, the third dimensional example. That's that's perfect. That's perfect. It's brilliant. I thought it was very clever. <laughs> <laughs> now, Elliot, I, I, I know one of your major focuses is helping speakers stay relevant. Right. And there, there's so much happening. I, what are you what are you coaching people on? What are you telling speakers that, that you know, how to approach the, the way things are right now? Yeah, it's a great question. I think what's very important right now as a speaker or a business owner that use, uses speaking, and I think a lot of people that call themselves speakers are still business owners that use speaking to grow their business. And I think first things first to understand is the speaking world has changed. It's evolved, right? And unless you stay with the evolution, you'll get left behind. And I think what's very, very important very subtle things like upgrading your technology now is an essential. It's just it's just the standard you have to set. I, I find it now very frustrating when I'm I'm seeing speakers still with little tiny headphones and a terrible mic. You know, I think things like that are very important. But more than anything, that's just a side note. It's about staying in the forefront of your market, and it's about remaining your presence as a speaker. And I feel what's happened is a lot of people have gone, oh my God, we're in a pandemic. You know, the speaking opportunities have dried up or there's not as many. Uh -uh. That's not true. If anything, it's leveled the playing field for all speakers. Even the highly paid ones have had to come down. Uh, The ones that aren't quite paid as well, 
you know, have now opportunity to expose themselves. There's so many online summits. There's so many online events. I just recently got booked for an interesting event in November. In fact, today I got booked, I believe, by a very interesting event happening in November, which is in the US, but I can deliver it from the UK. Do you know anything about that event, Jason? The fact is, <laughs> right? <laughs> the fact is there are endless opportunities out there. And here's what I will say. And it's very interesting. Can I tell a little story? Because I'm aware I'm talking a lot. Can, can we stop him? I, I don't think it's possible. <laughs> Good. Elliot. I, I think I kind of I, I kind of feel like he's going to tell us. <laughs> well, this is what was really interesting. Yesterday, I was I was delivering a session with this investor guy, right? Shrewd, data-driven, ruthless investor. Really nice guy. But you know what I mean? Like, no BS, kind of like to the point. And after the, the, the session, we had a conversation and, and he said to me that he had no idea how hands-on the training was. And his perception before working with me was, do I really need this? Is a priority? I've got so many other things I need to do right now. Um, and is this a little bit like selling the dream, right? Which our marketing isn't. But when we carried on that conversation, he, he, we, what became very apparent is for a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs that right now they might not think that speaking is a priority. And that's where I had to reach through the Zoom and punch him in the face because that's not true, right? I mean, obviously, metaphorically, and he's actually a bigger guy than me. So I just really wanted to sound tough, but I'm really not, right? And we just had a very interesting and candid conversation. And he said, you know, I needed this because I'm pitching and I need to work on my pitch and I'm raising half a million pounds. But someone right now who doesn't quite get it, it won't see as a priority. And that's where I feel a lot of people will lose market ground. They will lose out to competition because I bet your bottom pound stroke, dollar stroke, euro stroke, yen stroke, any currency we can put out there, that your competition is out there speaking, talking, delivering, and if you're not out there, you're going to lose out. And I'll, I'll, I'll stop for now. Got it. I, I didn't know that you could reach through Zoom and punch people. I have to um, to uh, use that practice. I, I just looked in the reactions and I don't have one of those. My, <laughs> my question is, uh, did you run and hide in a breakout room or did you just go ahead and end the, the session? I, I'm, I'm going to punch the guy and run and hide because bigger than me, I need an advantage. And that's probably what I've got. Well, I, cause I guess I didn't think that far ahead to respond to that answer. I didn't realize we we're going to follow that narrative. Um, but I, what I probably did is gave him a thumbs up and, and looked very sheep, sheepish at the time, but you know, that's probably happened there. Oh, so Elliot, you talked a little bit about, um, I heard some mindset in there. I heard, um, forward thinking, I heard brand, um, market, uh, uh, share all that good stuff in, in, in your, your answer there. Um, I'm curious to know, how do you, how do you convince people? Um, I guess is the right word maybe that they need to be thinking about those things. Um, you know, speaking and podcasting the world that I'm from are very similar in that, you know, sometimes I find that I'm having to convince people that, you need to be speaking to people. You need to be uh, sharing with people your voice, your your mission, your your vision, etc. So, how do you 
how do you handle that aspect of, of speaking? You talked about, you know, upgrading your technology and doing the little things to, you know, to, to move your brand forward. How do you get people to get it? I think for me, when I talk to a lot of people about that, and that's a great question, I, I talk about, it's not about shining the light on you. It's about shining the light on your business or your cause. And when you take yourself out of the equation, when you remove yourself from that and you go, well, if, if I'm not speaking about this, who is? And if I'm not promoting this cause or this business um, that I'm fighting for in my industry, then someone else is promoting something against it. So it's really about taking the spotlight off you and shining it on something worthwhile. And that could be your, your brand and it could be the products or your services that you've developed. And when I explain it like that, a lot of people, you can see a little um, spark in their eye because what it does, it removes them from the equation and they become a facilitator of that. And even when I meet people that have confidence and they say exactly, you know, I don't want to convince people. I like, don't need to convince people. Shine the light on the worthy cause. And then that way people will be enrolled into you. Is there still an element of having to convince, you know, of course there is because you're, you're looking to people to buy into you, looking to people to spend money with you. Because we obviously focus on entrepreneur and business owners, right? We don't, I mean, work with some speaker speakers. So yes, there's an element of a sale. But again, if you do that right from the outset and you have a really good structure and you know to, how to speak the language that enrolls people, then you're, you're going to enroll people to buy from you versus convince and have to sell. And there's a distinction there. There's for sure a huge difference in those, in those two things. And I, I really like what you say about taking the spotlight off yourself and putting it on the cause or the, the message. And yeah. that, that gives you the opportunity to work with somebody instead of working to them. What would you say to somebody starting out? Uh, what what does that what does that kind of mean? Because for for speakers, we we get the difference between uh, you know trying to sell ourselves and then trying to enroll people. So yeah. talk a little more about that difference, please. So in the way we think about the different people we appeal to, I'll give you a bit of insight here, inside knowledge, right? We've got four types of people we appeal to. We call them Startup Sally. We've got Clarity Claire. We've got Ambitious Abby. And we've got Established Eric, right? And those four different people, and we see them as people, by the way, you know, they have very different needs and messaging. And they have different wants. So you're talking what we would call to a Startup Sally, right? They have an idea. They have probably a very good idea. And they get how speaking can help them get it out right? So for someone like that, to them, I would say, you know, get going, you know, really do invest within your means, but invest in, in the tools that will help you be seen and be heard, right? Really start to share your message, refine your message, but don't wait till it's perfect. And this is where a lot of people get it wrong. They, oh, it's not perfect. It's not perfect. It's not perfect. They're three years later, they haven't even moved, right? Get out there, start some way, somewhere. The greatest mantra we have for a, a startup, Sally, is progress over perfection. And that goes across the board. But for a lot of people starting out, just get going first, refine as you go along. So just get speaking, refine. And then when you do it, learn a structure, refine the structure. 
right? Refine your message, know what you stand for, find a way that you're comfortable of selling, you know, your product, your services. Again, if you do it right, then you enroll people to work with you. But what's really important is to get going progress over perfection any day. Progress trumps perfection any day, right? And I don't mean Trump your president. I mean, Trump doesn't swattles it, right? Any day. And I think that's what's important for someone that's starting out. Take those first steps. Interestingly, yesterday I interviewed on my podcast this guy. Uh, and, you know, he's, an, he's a successful investor already. You know, he was financially free. And for him, he record, it took him 40 takes to record one video on YouTube, which is still out there. But had he never done that, he never would have become this huge influencer that he is online. So the price of getting going is, uh, uh, and the rewards are far greater than staying stuck and keeping your bum on the couch, right? And that's why I'll say to someone starting out, which we would call a startup, Sally. Now I'm I'm really curious about the other the messages to the other people. We we've heard a little bit about startup Sally, but uh, tell us about the other folks and what your your message is to them. So to clarity, Claire's right, and just because they're female doesn't mean it doesn't apply to men. By the way, and we're not we're not sexist here. Okay, the message is universal, and it goes for all and everybody human that that is possible and is alive. So Clarity Claire, the thing with Clarity Claire is they're up and running. They have a good product. They've got the testimonials. They have a business. What they don't have is visibility. So for them, it's, it's a step up. It's more like, let's take all the goodness and now let's get you seen. So let's raise your profile. Let's look for the appropriate um, groups, the appropriate events. Let's give you that signature talk. Well, we don't give it to them. We train them. And let's get you out there and just go and deliver 100 signature talks to 100, you know, get out there. And that's the thing with Clarity Claire. Startup Sally, they're finding that they don't have that. So Clarity Claire, it's about get, like, get out there now, like no hiding. Um, and for the ambitious Abbeys who are kind of your, they already have a team and they're already, and they're very family orientated and they get why investing in, 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 in speaking is important. For them, the messaging is very much, it's very much, let's use your voice for good. You have the community, you have the audience, you're right. Now it's time to stand for something greater. Now it's time for you to shine that light on a worthy cause, right? So while the other two, like Startup Sally, let's get you, go, you know, just start somewhere, get it wrong, build, grow. For the Clarity Claire, you've got everything in line. Now let's take it to level of raising your profile. For Ambitious Abbey, it's about shining the light on something worthwhile. Mean something to your audience. Mean something to your community. Now, it doesn't mean the other two can't do that from the outset, but that's what tends to happen. And these are based on real people that we've done research on, right? This isn't like we, we invested in a whole market research thing. And these are where these avatars come from. And what we realized is, those ambitious abbeys, you know, uh, half a million plus upwards turnover business owners, then they get to that point where they're like, I need to stand for something now. You know, the reason I'm speaking is because I'm going to share that I stand for something greater. And that, and that is where we would come and help them refine the message, tell the right story, where we would help them do that. So that it's various stages of that. And established Eric's, well, they're interesting because established Eric's are 20, 20 years in the business. You know, they, they, they've got the money. It's not about that. 
They're not interested in the long courses. They just want to get in and get out. And they don't want to do the work. They want their PA to book them. And they, you know, there's, they're very like fast paced. You know, so the guy's working with yesterday, he's more in this, you know, the investor, he's an established Eric. He, he doesn't get to, he hasn't got time. He's not going to go and do a hundred signature talks. He's like, look, I'm, I'm done with that. My PA can book the gigs. I just want to show up. And they're normally the ones that want to get paid as well. They're the ones like, look, it's cool. I got the money. I just want to get paid for speaking now. So they need a very different service. Does that answer your question? That is fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> Mic drop now. Mic drop. <laughs> uh, we've still got a few minutes. So oh, <laughs> so pick, pick the mic back up. <laughs> okay, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot going on there, and, and, and it's easy as a speaker to be transparent for yourself and see where you're at and, and take that and know what to do next. Uh, I, I, I'm a big believer and supporter of creating the next steps. Uh, and, and, you know, how do I get from here to, uh, to be ambitious Abby onto established Eric or established, <laughs> you know, Elsie or Elliot. And, and my name starts with J. So you so, would be um, uh, jiving uh, Jason. Jiving Jason. <laughs> Just Jason. <laughs> now that's not very sexy, is it? Just Jason. Jiving or gerating. Gerating Jason. But that oh, we are, as a, we as are going amateur. off the rails. Yeah. Well, you, you started, yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's, uh, let's bring it back. Bring it back. So a, a question that, that I have, Elliot, and I know it's it's one of the things you really do is, is helping people understand uh, how kind of how to get out there. And yeah. if you are trying to hit that do a hundred talks market, right? Yeah. You're trying, you're trying to get to that 25, 50, a hundred. What, what do you suggest for people that are looking for those opportunities, but aren't sure where to find them? Well, we have something we call the, the, well, the rule of 10, 10, 10. I mean, it's not really a rule, but it just sounds really good as a name. Um, and the way to do it is like this. I mean, this will get you 30 if you play it right, right? Right, right, right. So it's the rule of 10. So first of all, you turn to 10 people you do know that can put you on stage, right? Mm. And you go, I know you're on event, Elsie, you're really cool. We're, we've been friends for a while. I've got a new talk. Can you put me on your stage, right? And you have that conversation. And then you take that to nine other people. And they either say yes or no. And the hope is because they know you and you're a great person, they'll give you a chance. Maybe they'll give you 15 minutes. They might give you 45 minutes. Who knows? Then you go to 10 that kind of know of you, but you haven't really connected with, but they know enough of you that if you do connect with them, they'll respond, right? So you got 10 really know, 10 kind of know, and then the next 10 is don't know. And you reach out to those 10. Now, what's important is those 10, 10, 10 are highly qualified. So they have the audience or the market that you want to speak to. They have the community that you want to speak in front of. Of course, you have a conversation of, you know, exchanging or what's, what can you do in return? Some people just go, look, here's my community, go, right? They, they don't want anything. And some people are like, okay, if I put you on my stage, you're going to put me on your stage, or I'll take this or I'll take that. Fine. You have those conversations. But if you start with 10, 10, 10, which is very doable, that's the reason why we go 10, 10, 10 and not 50, 50, 50, because people just go overwhelmed. 10 people that you know really well, and I know you know 10 easily that know you really well. 10 that kind of know about you in the same space, or maybe that 10 that knows you really well can recommend one that doesn't really know you, but knows of you, and then 10 you don't know. 
You do that, that's where you start. Now, when you approach people, it's important that you're easily bookable, like you have the right things in place. So, okay, if you just know people well enough, let's say Jason and I, I could probably go, Jason, I'd love to speak at this brilliant event you're putting on. Can we have a conversation about it? Because Jason and I have met, we've seen each other speak. Jason might go, cool, let's have a chat. It'd be in my first 10. But some other people might be like, okay, send over your stuff. And this is where speakers get it really wrong because they don't have the stuff. Now, even if you're starting out, get the stuff. And the stuff is very simple. A really good bio. Three topics that you can talk about that are relevant to that person you're speaking to, right? Three to five takeaways and maybe a really cool photo of you. Those are the, the bare bait. Those are like putting Jordans on, right? They're, they're just the basics, right? And some people will ask for that. Now, some people might ask for video footage and you might not have them. You just say, I don't have it yet. That's okay. But if you, if you have the basics and your approach is right, most people have a conversation with you. That's just a fact. So you do that, then you're halfway there. And I promise you, if you do 10, 10, 10, and you do it right, you will get something from it. If you don't get one, then something's really wrong. You should get between three to five from the 10, 10, 10 easily. Now, do those opportunities have to be paid opportunities and kind of give us um, some insight around how to know when um, engagements are worth it, even if they're not paid? Okay. So this is, again, this is a whole, we can hold different podcast. But let's, let's go very like, let's bring it in. There's two distinct ways you speak. There's you're a speaker, as in I get paid to speak, or I'm speaking to grow my business, right? And if you're speaking to grow your business, normally the rule is you can do some form of promotion at the end, whether you can direct sell or whether you can get them on your database. Those tend to be very low or no paying fees, and that's okay, right? If you're like, hey, I'm a speaker, I want to be paid, then again, how you position yourself is different to those 10, 10, 10. What you need to really do, you can just put at the end go, is there a speaker budget? And if they come and go, no, but you can sell, you need to decide if you want to do it. Now, from my experience of working with speakers, they have no interest in selling the end. They want to show up and they want to speak. That's it. Fair enough. That's their choice. So then it's a decision of, are you willing to speak for that fee? Are you willing to speak for that budget? Some will come back and go, what's your fee? Great. Let's book you in. You're amazing. We'll know you're pulling 100,000 people online. You're worth the 10,000 pounds or dollars, right, that we'll pay you. Others might be like, well, no, this is our budget. And then you just, it's a decision you have to make in terms of the value you think you bring and the expertise you think you have. What's very interesting since pandemic is how I've watched highly paid speakers drop down to do all kinds of speaking arrangements which i know don't have budgets and i don't and i know will not pay their fee because otherwise they would have nothing so to answer your question it's very it's a personal choice you need to decide what's in line with your values and your beliefs and what you feel you bring to the table when it's paid you know i'm working with a couple of my mentors right now they are very involved in the london bureau and they showed us some really interesting stats, something like this, not exactly, but there's 450 people in the London Bureau books. Last year, I think something like 42 of those made all the money 
and got all the bookings. This year, during pandemic, the same 42 have been booked and have been made the money and are charging the same fees. So it is a matter of what you stand for, what you're willing to accept. And also, this is what I'm saying, the speaking paid opportunities are out there. They're still out there. So I don't know if that's like giving you like, it's not, it's not an easy, simple answer, but I hope it's shed some light for you guys. No, that's perfect. Um, I learned something. Thank you. You're welcome. Who do I invoice? Is it you, Jason? <laughs> Send it to Jason. Cool. Jason, invoice. Yeah, I, I, I've got a forward button. That's no problem. <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous. I'm glad you learned something. That's why I'm here. I love that you tapped into the 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 speaking the, the speaker versus speaking to grow your business and there's such a a, a distinction there and yeah. it, it really is two different approaches and a lot of people they they want to get that check for the speaking but it it comes with its own pluses and minuses right you right. you fly in you do it you fly out but those folks didn't start out just right out of the gate you know, lightning strikes occasionally, but that's the million to one that somebody stepped on a stage and had that presence and ability just naturally there. So right. a, a lot of those those speakers that have earned that have gone through programs or worked with mentors or practiced, studied, done their, you know, thousand different events. They, they've worked to get to that point. They didn't just wake up on some Monday morning and be successful. Uh, and even in your 10-10 model, which is very effective and doable, and folks, it's free, right? It's right there in your contact <laughs> list right now. Right, exactly. But you said three to five, and that yeah. means out of 30, even at the five, 25 of those aren't going to produce some type of event or presentation that you participate in. Right. And it's important to recognize that you've got to continue to put yourself out there. Yeah. I mean, just because you've done 10, 10, 10 doesn't mean you never do 10, 10, 10 more. Right. It's just chunking it down. And yeah, you know, and I, I mean, three to five, I think is realistic. I mean, from what I see from people that do do that, they do, they end up getting some gigs. Does everybody come back? No. But even sometimes no doesn't mean it doesn't mean it just means not now. And I'm talking about speaking gigs, people, nothing else. Right. I don't want anyone saying, but you know, no, doesn't mean no, no. Certain situations, no means no. But a lot of times it's like, well, no. And they tend to come back to you or you can check in with them later on, as long as you've done it right. One of the, the rules I always abide by and I share with, uh, with, with the speakers within our association is that you, you don't always know who you're talking to. You don't know who's sitting in your audience or who else reads the email and who they may be connected to. And just because you are not maybe getting it directly from that first contact doesn't mean that that doesn't get passed along or someone else is there. And if you don't ask, it usually isn't going to just show up. Right. You, you got to ask, who do you know that I, that could benefit what organizations, what connections that could benefit from the value that I bring. Yeah. And I think that's a great point because I think some people do sit there with this, you know, it should land on my lap. I've worked so hard for this. Why are the opportunities not coming? 
just because you work hard doesn't suddenly give you a, a free pass to entitlement, right? And I think a lot of people in the speaking space do do think that at some point they reach this level where no, 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 they should everyone should come to me now. That that's it. Maybe it happens to a few of us, but most people have to go out and still seek their own gig. And the other one I find is I just need an agent. Uh, an agent's going to get me all the speaking gigs. And I'm like, listen, an agent needs you to be busy for them to be interested in being your agent. No one's going to be an agent of a speaker that's got no bookings. It's not an interest. No, no, but they'll go and no, that's an acting agent. They, they go and seek out auditions for you. The speaking world doesn't work the same, right? A speaker agent wants to take over your books because you're busy. They don't want to fill up your books, right? And that's another thing to understand with speakers. There's a lot of misconceptions around, oh, I'll just get an agent. Well, good luck if you're, you're not busy. Or I've worked so hard. I've done so many courses. I feel they should come to me. Good luck with that because those are the ones who are going out and looking for them. They're the ones that are going to get the gigs because they're out there. You can sit back and eat your donuts on the couch, but they're the ones that are going to be speaking. Elliot, you have shared so many uh tips and tricks and and tools and resources um i can tell that you're passionate about what you do it it comes across um give us one minute of advice for let's see we have startup sally clarity claire um, ambitious abby's and established eric give us a piece of advice for speakers looking to grow or expand uh their their speaking career and um, if people want to reach out to you, also tell them how they can do that. So my advice would be, is how I kind of end most of my trainings is always be seen, right? Be visible, be current, be real, be authentic, be congruent, be consistent, be heard, you know, make sure that you stand for something. Don't be vanilla, right? Be out there shine the light on the worthy cause and always, always use your voice for good. Like in any given situation, in any given industry, just make sure that you make it count when you do stand on stage and that you're using your voice for good in a utopic sense to make this world a better place, whether that's a ground level for your community or whether that's in an industry or whether that's for the people that you want to serve. That's my advice across the board for everybody, regardless of the Eric's or the Sally's. That's my, my advice. Um, the way you can connect with me, um, obviously I'm, we're on Instagram at speaker express and on Facebook speaker express as well. Feel free to add me on LinkedIn. I'm Elliot K E double L I O T K A Y. And you know, if you, if you want to get hold of all this amazing wisdom, you can actually buy my best-selling book, Speak, Influence, Sell, from Amazon uh, if you want to. I think that's also a great way to do it. But in all seriousness, if, if, if I can serve you, if I can give you some advice, if you want to connect with me, reach out to me. I'll jump on a call and we'll just have a chat because I, I really want to serve you. So, Elliot, that's three. Um, you want to mention your best-selling books one more time just so we can get to the, the quota? Well, the other best-selling book I have is called Power to Succeed, but that's nothing to do with speaking. That's more about me um, and kind of the journey I've been through. So that, that's four. So if you didn't know about it by now, I really think that everybody listening should invest in buying Speak, Influence, Sell. 
um, because it really helped them with their speaking. There we go. That's my five. <laughs> I, I feel so complete now. Thank you. Thank you, Elliot. You're just going to have this, you know, when you're sleeping tonight, like speaking fluent sound, speaking fluent sound, play speaking fluent sound. Oh, I, I'm definitely clear in my head before I'm going to sleep because <laughs> Elliot, as as much as I uh, appreciate our connection and everything you bring to the table, thinking about you in my sleep is probably not the healthiest. <laughs> How do you know? Have you ever thought about me in your sleep? You wouldn't uh, know till you try. That's that's a whole other episode <laughs> by itself. Or a whole well, new podcast, Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> and Off the Rails has begun again. <laughs> Elliot, thank you so much for taking the time to share your wisdom, all the wisdom uh, to uh, light, lightheartedly share your, your best-selling book opportunities. <laughs> uh, I'll have a beer for you. And, and thank you for, uh, for all that you do for speakers and business people. And uh, something we're finding on this podcast is that the, the folks that bring value aren't just talking to speakers, they're talking to people in all areas. Uh, and and it seems to be a, a universal denominator for those that bring the value that they're, they're it, it affects you not just in your speaking in your business but also in your life and and we appreciate you being uh, you know being a contributor to that. My pleasure. It's been an honor. Thank you for asking me. Absolutely. So uh, that's going to bring our podcast to a close for this episode thank you for uh, listening and participating with us you can read about elliot in the description you can reach out to him through the channels provided uh, my name is jason antelik with the public speakers association podcast and i am lz flinard the mayor of podcast town thank you for listening take care everybody mm-hmm.